0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I'm going to do a little bit of different stuff, man. I'm going to go with some news, notes, and rumors for you guys. Um, Obviously, the big news break that came out, if you guys haven't known by now, is it's it's been reported that from Bodyslam.net that number one, Daniel Bryan, um, is All Elite. Uh, It looks like Daniel Bryan, a.k.a. Bryan Danielson, has signed a contract with All Elite Wrestling. Now, I don't know if this is 100% true or not. This was reported by Bodyslam.net. Um, that stated that Daniel O'Brien has signed a contract with AEW and Tony Khan and everything else like that. Um, number one, man, a couple things I'll take away just from Daniel O'Brien alone. Um, if this is true, man, this is huge. Uh, Daniel O'Brien has not been in a wrestling capacity or anything since he was on SmackDown going up against Roman Reigns in a loser-lease brand match, if you will, uh, which he did lose that match, and obviously his contract was up, and he's been off the scene since April. Um This is fantastic. I mean, Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, if you will, has been talking about having matches with Kenny Omega um, and also matches with New Japan, which if he did sign a contract, he'll have the opportunity to go over to New Japan and have matches with Okada and Naito and all those guys, uh, which is great. And I know some people are concerned about Daniel Bryan going to Dynamite, um, especially with the injuries that he sustained working with WWE back in the day with his neck. Look, man, the matches he had with WWE since his return, man, he's gone through hell. Um, and if you if you if you shouldn't even be worried about that. I'm you should be worried more about New Japan. New Japan is a more strong style type of wrestling, and those guys are in there to kick your ass. They're not in there to play games, um, and they put on one hell of a show. New Japan is definitely an underrated promotion by by far. It's a fantastic promotion, man. Some of the greatest wrestlers of all time has come out of New Japan. Um, the other news too is CM Punk. Now, again, there's been a lot of speculation about. Phil Brooks, aka CM Punk, in talks with uh, AEW for a while, but it looks like now it's been getting a whole hell of a lot more serious than it was before. Um, to the point where Tony Khan has, I think, visited visited uh, CM Punk in Chicago. He was there recently um, in Chicago for All Out, trying to cut promos and stuff like that, leading up to All Out in Chicago. Um, and obviously, you know, CM Punk being a Chicago uh, Chicago native. You know, I'm sure they, you know, the EVPs and Tony Khan have had a sit-down talk or some kind of talk with CM Punk. And a lot of people have stated that CM Punk has signed a contract. They're just waiting to figure out how they're going to put him in to All Elite Wrestling. Um, I'm going to say the same thing I said about Daniel Bryan, man. This is huge. CM Punk has been off the scene for about eight years. And And, you know, since that day he left, people have been chanting CM Punk, CM Punk for years, man. And there are people that are diehard CM Punk fans, through and through. And um, if this does come to fruition, man, if this is true, this is huge. I mean, talk about history in the making. You know, I've stated this in the past, man. You know, you need wrestlers, at least for All Elite Wrestling, to push the needle as far as ratings are concerned, man. What two better guys to push those ratings than Daniel Bryan and CM Punk? This would change everything for pro wrestling, man, especially with All Elite Wrestling. There's going to be a lot more fans jumping over to AEW, you know, and there's diehard Daniel Bryan fans too, man. There is Daniel Bryan's fantastic athlete, great wrestler. So is CM Punk, and the amount of matches these guys can have on Dynamite alone are just astronomical. Daniel Bryan versus Adam Page, Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega, Daniel Bryan versus Jungle Boy, CM Punk versus Kenny Omega, um, CM Punk versus Lance Archer, CM Punk versus Moxley, CM Punk versus Jericho, CM Punk versus MJF would be a great one. Um, There's a lot of opportunities um, for those guys in all the wrestling. And even if CM Punk wanted to go to New Japan and wrestle over there too, I mean, fantastic matchups, great matchups. But uh, this is huge news. And, I mean, the Daniel Bryan stuff, like I said, was reported by Bodyslam.net that stated that Daniel Bryan has signed a contract with All Elite Wrestling. For me, I had to kind of see it to believe it. I'm not trying to say they're not a credible source, but there has been so much speculation, especially with CM Punk over the years, man, where it's like, you're waiting for him to come back, and it's like, all right, Sorcerer's starting to get more credible now, but it's like nothing ever comes to it. This time it does look serious, man. It does look like CM Punk might be joining All Elite Wrestling. And, you know, Young Bucks and Tony Khan have been heavily trying to recruit CM Punk to All Elite Wrestling, I believe, since Double or Nothing a year or two ago. You know, so and it's always been, you know, who knows what the contract stipulations of what he wants or anything, but it's always been a hard pass, at least for, you know, the time being until now. Uh, now it looks a lot more serious. A couple other things, too, is um, AEW filing a trademark. And that trademark is called The Final Dance. Uh, a little bit of a knockoff, if you will, of The Last Dance Netflix uh, documentary series based on the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, all that jazz uh, for the Chicago Bulls. And they're a hell of a basketball team, by the way. Um, so they were obviously following the trademark for that. And then CM Punk put out a tweet I think it was a picture of Michael Jordan saying the final dance, um, which is a trademark name that Tony Khan and AEW has gotten for a possible event uh, down the you know down the line. So with CM Punk and this is the other thing too, you know, if these guys are coming into AEW, they're not going to debut. I don't think obviously the same damn night. There's been reports that Daniel Bryan will possibly debut or show up, if you will, at the Dynamite show that's going to be in Queens, New York at the Dynamite Grand Slam show, which is going to have like 16,000 fans plus at this stadium. It's going to be the biggest live attendance crowd that I think Dynamite's ever had, or AEW for that matter. Daniel uh, CM Punk, obviously, all out. Uh, A lot of people are talking about all out with CM Punk. It's his hometown. Um, It's all out. It's a big pay-per-view, live in Chicago, and the place would just erupt if he showed up. But the issue with that is that I think AEW is running into an issue with it as well as WWE is that the Delta variant COVID. Um, it was reported even this like this morning that uh, for WWE, SummerSlam's coming up here relatively soon. And Las Vegas has now put back the mass mandate because of the Delta variant that's going on in California right now, uh, which might really hinder them having SummerSlam in Las Vegas at the Allegiant Stadium for SummerSlam. So that's still up in the air and it kind of goes hand in hand with AEW. They had the all out show coming out in Chicago. They're a little concerned right now as well with the Delta variant. They don't know that might change. They've even hinted at possibly putting all out at Daly's place, which I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to the event, but it would really be just horrible, man, just to have that not in Chicago. I mean, Chicago is the hotbed for all out, you know, they had the star cast event, man. That was just, it's crazy. Um, you know, so I don't. That's still yet to be determined, of what they're going to do with that, and and how they're going to deal with the Delta variant, with the COVID stuff, and everything else like that. That's still up in the air. Um, the other news too is, you know, obviously tonight's uh, Dynamite show, Fight for the Fallen. Um, it's going to be a crazy event. Obviously, Chris Jericho has a match as the pain maker tonight uh, against Nick Gage, uh, former Deathmatch King, um, former champion. Obviously, he just lost the title against Matt Cardona, in one hell of a match. Um, he will be wrestling Chris Jericho tonight on um, at Fight for the Fallen in a no-rules match, which is going to be absolutely insane. Um, you obviously have the 10-man tag team match with the Elite and Dark Order. A lot of speculation around that match as well. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And the other match I'm looking forward to, too, man, is FTR versus Santana Ortiz. There's a lot of hype around that match, a lot of good promos, a lot of good batch, uh, backstage segments and interviews leading up to this match. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, It's going to be a great night for Fight for the Fallen. And not only that, Tony Khan is supposed to make an announcement for a future event, a live event for AEW, which I have a strong feeling it's going to be about them having a trademark for Final Dance, which is going to be in Chicago. Um, I don't know. Now, again, they could mention that they, you know, hired Daniel Bryan or CM Punk tonight. That's still up in the air. It's a very, it's it's unlikely, but it's still likely that it might happen. Because everybody, I think, in that arena tonight is going to be chanting, CM Punk or Daniel Bryan at some point. You know, everybody knows the news that's going on right now with those two guys. Because, I mean, it's huge news, man. I mean, if these guys do join All Elite Wrestling, talk about a paradigm shift in pro wrestling. It's huge. I mean, the wins and the sales are shifting for AEW right now, especially in pro wrestling. You know, where you have two of the, in my honest opinion, two of the best talent that's out there right now, um, literally right in the palm of your hands. You know, and Tony Khan, man, I mean, if he did pull this you know, pull this off, congrats to him, man. Kudos to him, you know, because those are top talent, top talent that can really elevate your show. <clears throat> you know, so obviously if that does happen, Raw and SmackDown, Vince McMahon, Bruce Pitcher are going to be paying a very close eye on what the hell Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are going to do in all elite wrestling. You can, you, you can better believe it. You bet your bottom dollar on it. You know, and they're going to try to do their best to compete, man. But everybody is going to be glued to the TV. If anything's mentioned about Daniel Bryan or CM Punk, I mean, AEW will just, I mean, be the top of the game right now. You know, top of the game. And I'm all for it, man. I want WWE to succeed too. But like I told you guys before, man, you know, you watch Monday Night Raw, it's literally rinse and repeat every single damn week. It's literally the same show every week. Nothing changes. It's always the same stuff, man. Rematches after rematches after rematches. And then you bring these part-timers in, like Goldberg, and you're like, oh, well, the hell with the talent that's already been there busting their ass. We're going to get an automatic title shot against Bobby Lashley no matter what. Ain't nobody trying to see that garbage, man. I'm sorry. You know, if you're a Goldberg fan, hey, God bless you. You know what I mean? But, dude, his matches have been horrendous. And why are you pushing this man? This man's, what, close to 60, if not 60? What the hell was he going to do? Nothing. Nothing. You have live attendance right now, and your biggest name that you're going to put on the belt with is Goldberg, possibly, at SummerSlam? Come on, man. Come on, bro. Three hours of garbage. And right now, to me, SmackDown is the A-show overall, hands down. Raw has not been good in years. Years, man. The best thing they got going right now for the main roster in total is Roman Reigns. That's the best storyline they got going right now. The best. There's nothing else better right now than Roman Reigns and whatever the hell he is doing or whatever the hell the Usos are doing. That's the best thing going on right now on the main roster. It's the same thing with NXT, man. I mean, you, you, those guys that were getting called up to NXT, your career's over. It's been proven. Look at Keith Lee, man. Keith Lee tore the damn house down in NXT. You know, double champ, matches he had with Dominic Dijakovic, not the Dominic Dijakovic we get in that stupid little stable. Dominic Dijakovic and Keith Lee, those two guys tore the house down. And for a guy that's his size and his weight and how you know acrobatic Keith Lee is, I mean, come on, bro. And y'all ain't done shit with him. They haven't done nothing with him. Yeah, he came back after being gone for so many damn months, and then you bring him back, and then it's, it's glorified squash matches, man. You ain't, you're you not even having to win one damn match. Honestly, I think there's some kind of eternal issue that's going on with Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon with Keith Lee, man. And Keith Lee has even stated that he wants to tell the fans why the hell he's been off TV. Bro, the reason why you ain't been on TV, man, is that they're not booking you in shit. You know, I mean, they're not doing anything with you. Nothing. They changed everything with Keith Lee, man. His theme music was awesome in NXT. Changed that. And the music he has now in, in NXT or in WWE is just garbage. Hot garbage. You know, then you have Karrion Cross, who just recently made, uh, not a debut, if you will, but had a match on Raw against Jeff Hardy. And then Vince and Bruce Prichard got all upset about it and got you know their panties in a bit, in a bunch over it because Jeff Hardy got the bigger pop than Karrion Cross. What the hell do you expect? You have had Karrion Cross come out looking like Glacier, no Scarlet Bordeaux, nothing. Then you had Jeff Hardy come back. I haven't seen Jeff Hardy wrestle on the main roster in a long ass time. And then he changed his theme music back to the old theme music. And yeah, he's gonna get a pop, man. It's Jeff, freaking Hardy. And then you not only that, you had Karrion Cross come in this match and lose. <laughs> To Jeff Hardy, NXT champion, who I think was undefeated, still undefeated on NXT for two years. You have to go on the main roster and get squashed by Jeff Hardy. And then you have to come back a week later to, to fight Keith Lee, and then he beats the hell out of Keith Lee. Doesn't do a damn thing for Keith Lee. He might as well sit back and cater. He ain't doing shit. It's ridiculous, man. It's brutal. You go to the main roster, your career Dies. Dies. Why do you why do you think guys like Tommaso Champa and Johnny Gargano, yeah, they had a little stint and like coming up the SmackDown to have a little match here and there, but they could have left NXT a long time ago. Why do you think those guys ain't leaving? Because they know if they go to the main roster, they're not gonna be doing shit. Nothing. You might as well be calling 205 live because they're not gonna stack up the Vince McMahon and Bruce Pitchard's wants and needs. They want big, tall wrestlers. We all saw how that went down with Lars Sullivan. And where the hell is Lars Sullivan now? Nowhere. Not even in catering. His ass is gone. Doing nothing. Gargano and Ciampa know what the deal is, and their ass is staying in NXT. Because your career just dies on the main roster, man. They made Karr- Karrion Cross look like shit when he wrestled against Jeff Hardy that night. Like shit. But that's your champion, though. That's your world champion for NXT. And let's face facts, man. NXT is definitely not the same as what it used to be. It's not. NXT, it, I'm not going to sit here and say it's hot garbage, but it's definitely not the same, man. It's brutal. Mauro's gone. A lot of the NXT talent's gone. It's just not the same. They don't book the matches like they used to. There's no really good storylines anymore, man. NXT used to be so damn good back in the day, man. So good. Having Mar Ronaldo there. Mauro Ronaldo is the voice of NXT. Ain't nobody on this planet going to change my mind about that. Mauro Ronaldo will forever be the voice of NXT. That man sold a match like he was selling you sliced bread. Perfect. And then he was gone. off the scene. You know where he's at now? Bellator. On Showtime. Live. And that's where he got his start. In MMA. You know, he now he's on Showtime working with Bellator. God bless him. God bless him. NXT's not the same, man. But other than that, I mean, yeah, there's... AEW is going to be very interesting. And I said this in the past, man. They're, they're going to have a very interesting summer this year. And I think we're, start, we're finally starting to get it. If this if this man, me and Tony Kong, can pull this shit off by signing Daniel Bryant and CM Punk, damn near at the same time, what more can you say about that? This man is changing the game, folks. He's changing the game. You know, shit that we wanted as fans growing up, you know, like, damn near praying for this stuff. Pleading with everybody, like, man, we really want these dream matches. This man has honestly given us the opportunity to have some of these damn dream matches now. It's insane, bro. I mean, it's, some people are like, oh, well, Daniel Bryan, you know, like I said, you know, he turned his back on WWE. Why? This man has done everything he can in his career working under the WWE umbrella, in my honest opinion. Took a chance on himself with the whole Yes Movement, everything else. Had those two good matches in W in, on WrestleMania that made him World Champion, and everybody was following the Yes Movement. There's nothing less more, more for this man to do in WWE. CM Punk, there's nothing left for him to do in WWE. I'm sorry, yeah, what CM what against Roman Reigns? Come on, man, come on, come on. CM Punk, if he wants to come back to WrestleMania, go to AEW. You want creative freedom? You want to be able to work in New Japan? Go to Dynamite. And my thing is, is they're going to have another show with Rampage. So adding these two guys to that, I mean, perfect. You have a full roster. Now, yeah, obviously, AEW still has holes to fill, especially with that weak women's division. It's weak. I'm sorry. I stated in the past, man. It's a weak women's division. You got Britt Baker, which Britt Baker's, uh, you know, she's great. She's awesome. I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, Britt Baker. She's fantastic. Dr. DMD, I'm all for it, man. She's fantastic. But what I'm saying is, is that you have Britt Baker, you have Nyla Rose, Rio, wherever the hell she's at. And again, like I said, you have Nyla Rose, Rio, Sheeta. Now you now you have Thunder Rosa exclusively now that she signed on, you know, a full-time contract with All Elite Wrestling. Chris Statlander, and that's pretty much the field right now. And Jay Cargill. And that's it. What was that? Like six or seven women on that roster? That's it, man. And they're not even getting booked every week. They're not. But Baker and, you know, this whole Baker and All the Rose thing was trash, man. It's trash. we already seen it. I'm looking for more names to come over to AEW as far as the women's mm-hmm. roster is concerned. Give me a Jordan Grace. That woman is absolutely a fantastic wrestler, man. She has the looks. She has the charisma. She has the athleticism to compete day in, day out in that square circle and put on phenomenal matches. And, yeah, I'm going to say it, man. Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard could be a big-time deal for All Elite Wrestling. Now, I know All Out is supposed to have a women's battle royal, supposedly, at All Out. Give me Tessa Blanchard, man. Signed, sealed, delivered. You want to change the wrestling world, man, and change the game? AEW is doing that. And if they pulled this shit off with Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, come on, man. You, you That right there changes the playing field, changes the world, man. You know, you signed two of the biggest names out there, regardless, under your company. And if it's true, man, holy shit, insane, insane! You may go. You're not going to top that. There, there's no, just, I mean, that is history in the making. It'd be absolutely insane, absolutely insane. And like I said, man, tonight's show is going to be even crazier. You know, with Tony Khan's announcement. Are we going to get anything else between, like with Daniel Bryan or CM Punk? Is anything going to come out with that? Even the matches tonight, insane. You got a member from the Bullet Club challenging Lance Archer for the IW, uh, IWGP United States Championship tonight. Is this a possible Bullet Club angle that we're not really looking into? We're not really seeing? Who knows? Who knows? Ricky Starks is having his celebration for winning the FTW Championship off of Brian Cage. Who knows what's going to happen with that? It's going to be a crazy night. And it's not only that, look at the – Jericho match with Nick Gage. No rules match. It's gonna be insane, man. Jericho's gonna to have to go through hell to get that match with MJF. And MJF is trying to do whatever he can possibly to make his life a living in hell so he can't get that Jericho can't get that match with MJF. Because my initial thought was after Jericho beat Sean Spears, we're gonna get possibly Wardlow because you know you got FTR right now in the storyline with Santana and Ortiz. Next thing you know, Nick Gage comes out, challenges Jericho. No disqualification, no rules match. And now Jericho, for the first time on Dynamite, will be Chris Jericho, the painmaker tonight. The painmaker that we saw in New Japan going up against Naito and tore the damn house down. It's going to be a crazy night, man. It's going to be absolutely insane. But this is my news, notes, and rumors, man, as far as everything with Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and stuff like that. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. Remember, stay classic. Peace.